everybody. Uh, welcome to the most special episode of the Iris Global Green Room podcast. This is the, the quarantine edition, which we're doing remotes with people from around the world. And I, drum roll, please. I'm so excited. Heidi, I'm so excited. I've been waiting to get you on. Thank you, Will. This is your, this is, this is our uh, podcast. We haven't, you haven't yet been in the studio, but we have you live from Pemba, Mozambique right now and I am so excited. I got up I got up early. Uh, I put on my fanciest shirt and and uh, to come and hang out with you and chat with you. I love you. It's so good to see you. Um but but uh before we get into it, we we were talking before uh, we got on and started recording and we just wanted to get into his presence and pray. And uh, and I think you guys watching at home all around the globe, you guys just join in with us. Jesus join is in. is not uh, he's not just uh, in our churches. He's he's right there right. in in your home with you right now. So let's pray and uh, and go from there, Heidi. Let just go for it. God, we just thank you, God, that you, Lord, you brought us to this day, Lord. We are here, Lord, on Good Friday, remembering, yeah. Lord, again, just remembering again what you did on that cross for us, Jesus. Thank we thank you, Lord, that you died for us. Lord, we, we thank you that you shed your blood for us, Jesus, that you stood for us, that you gave yourself away, that you hung on that cross and you died. Oh, Lord, as you were tortured and as you were beaten and ridiculed, Lord, you took our sin on yourself, and Lord, we are so grateful. And we just ask you, you, Jesus, we ask you, Jesus, to re- that you would forgive anything and everything that doesn't bring you, bring you pleasure in our lives, so God. Lord, that you would just come with mercy and grace. Jesus, that yeah. many would fall on their faces today, Lord, yeah. that there would be great repentance yeah. across the earth, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, we ask for mercy, 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 that you would heal those who are sick, Lord Jesus. We know your blood made a better way, God, that your blood literally, literally every drop of your blood cries out, I love you. Every drop of your blood cries out, I love you. Every drop of your blood, oh, it cries out at the same time, I heal you, I heal you. Oh, every drop of your blood, Lord, that was shed for us. We are so grateful, Lord. Lord. And we say, oh, Jesus, we step into your heart today. Just again, Lord, we cling to you, Jesus. We never want to go anywhere else but inside your presence. So use these few minutes that Will and I are just together, Lord, in your presence, sharing your heart with, with these friends, Lord, all over the world. Just take us deeper and further than we've yeah. ever been before, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And Holy Spirit, <laughs> we just say, come, come fill uh, each and every house that is watching this, each and every every room, wherever they're at, in their kitchens, in their living room, as a family. Lord, I ask that your presence would fall so beautifully in their houses, God. And, and I just pray I pray, Lord, that you that that you would just grace uh, this time with your presence. Lord, would you pour out uh, over Heidi? God, would you pour out uh, over Mozambique? God, would you pour out 
in in each and every house of of everybody that's watching this now. And Jesus, yes. we just we we celebrate your life. We celebrate your 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 death. And Lord, we just we're so grateful to you uh, that you would give your life for us, Lord. And I ask God during this time that people are at home reflecting on that cost and that price that you paid, Lord. I ask that you would meet each and every one of us there. In Jesus' mighty name. So Holy Spirit, come. Lord, fill us up. Fill Heidi up. Uh, fill me up right now with your presence. We love you, King Jesus. And we just ask for more. We ask for more of you in our lives. Lord, we ask for more of you around the globe, Lord. The entire globe is crying out to you right now. And Jesus, I just ask, I ask that you would come and surprise us this Good Friday. Surprise us this Easter with your goodness, God. We pray, Lord. I, I just pray uh, for all of those. And Heidi, as we've been talking on the phone, we've just been praying for anyone that's been suffering with this sickness, with this with this, with this this virus. Lord, I ask you to come heal them, bring restoration in Jesus' mighty, mighty, mighty name. Yeah, in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Come on, come on, yes, Lord, Amen, Amen. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so good to see you, Heidi. I, I, I love you so much, and uh, I. It's just so great to see you. We've been talking on the phone a lot. There's, a, there's been a lot going on, uh, but, and I know that you have been just so busy. Uh, one of the things that we knew when, when uh, quarantine first hit the globe, uh, we, we were, we spent a lot of time talking just about the message that was on your heart, the things that you, you've been hearing the Lord say over this season. And, uh, and I was hoping you could just take a minute and share some of the stuff that you really feel like Jesus is speaking to you about during the season. Yeah, I love you too, Will, and your family. <laughs> Thank you. Lucy and the kiddos, you guys are such a blessing. And it's great that we can... Um, we can do these these podcasts and see each other, and yeah. I mean, so many just around the world are are able to connect, even when they didn't have time to connect before. And it's it's a beautiful thing. I'm just seeing so much unity in the body of Yeshua, just everywhere, people connecting and uh, movements flowing together. It's so powerful. I agree. Uh, I have I really have been struck. Um, during this time, I feel as everyone, you know, the world's shaking and everything that can be shaken has been shaken. And some reason, I, I don't know why, but um, in in maybe in Mozambique, um, we kind of seem to go ahead sometimes in things that are happening. Right. And um, through these last 25 years here, we've seen God do amazing things like multiplying food and um, healing every kind of sickness, the blind see, the deaf hear, the cripple walk, seeing so many people coming to Jesus, um, and even tribes coming to the Lord. And it's yeah. just been uh, beautiful. But at the same exact time, we've had massive um, disasters. Yeah. You know, we've had floods, we've had famines, we've had wars, we've had conflicts, we've you know, we've had stonies on yeah. and on, just all these things. And we've watched the Lord just do what only he can do through it all. And so the way that I think the Lord prepared um, prepared us as a movement 
um, for this for this that's going on now with with the COVID um, crisis globally, but also with radical insurgents locally where we live. Yeah. He's just really prepared us. Um, I really believe through the first cyclone, and when the first cyclone hit, remember that you were just on it with all the team there and internationals around the world. And that massive cyclone came and it just like wiped out a whole village. And then it just wiped out village after village after village. But you can only see one village at a time. Right. So I walked into the first village and I remember like feeling so overwhelmed. And I don't know, do you ever feel overwhelmed with this COVID-19 thing and just yeah. your family being indoors and yeah, it's it's I don't it's funny Heidi. I'm j- just speaking really honestly. I and and I know this might sound strange, but because I've served in Iris for all these years, I'm so accustomed to just like kind of running into these situations. It's what what's overwhelming isn't the virus at all. We I mean, I remember the first cholera outbreak in in Pemba that that when Musi and I were living there that we ran into and we were serving in the hospitals and serving, you know, whether it's whether it's cholera or um, or the cyclone when 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 I flew out there with and just joined up with the amazing team out there, it seems like that's second nature for us. It's that that isn't the overwhelming thing. The overwhelming thing is is making sure that we handle like in my heart. I'm just trying to make sure that I handle this this season well and 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 not just live off of old wine skin. But hear the voice yeah. of what the Lord's saying in this season. Like that, that's for me is is kind of what I'm spending most of my time thinking about. But so but, just making your heart right with the Lord, just making sure it's good. Yeah. You're strong. Yeah. But yeah. But I learned this from you guys. Like, because uh, you guys have modeled this Pemba, uh, Pemba, and even in Zimpetu, the, the revival hit through the floods back, what, 20, 25 yeah. years ago. This is yeah. for for the history that that you carry and Rollin and the little bit that I've been able to play a part in these last thirteen years. This this see, these sorts of situations seem to be when when the Lord moves the quickest Excellent. and the most powerful. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, but there's sometimes you know where you think you might be prepared. Like I thought maybe I, I was prepared through these last 24 years, now it's 25, but when that cyclone came, that really massive cyclone um, last year, the first one, when I was walking there on the dirt, you know, and just seeing flattened house, every house was just flattened, it was flattened, and and my my team was like, come over, and my spiritual daughter, Rabia, was there, and just, we stood on top of this mound of mud and they said three people were buried under that mud and um, all these people just joined around and I mean you just you do feel a little overwhelmed at that point like how are we going to rebuild all of these houses how are we going to comfort all of these people and this is when this message came to me that's burning in my heart right now with COVID-19 with the radical insurgents here yeah it's the same message and the lord spoke to me really clearly all eyes on jesus all eyes on jesus all hands on deck 911 911 911 and we know in america 911 
is that emergency uh, call. Yeah. It's the it's like that's when it's a disaster. When the when the twin towers came down, it was nine eleven. Um, every time, almost every day, I end up looking at my watch at nine eleven in the morning or nine eleven at night. It's just everywhere. It just keeps happening, and and I'm thinking, Lord, what's going on? And then he said, Psalm 91.1. And then he said, who are you? He asked me that question, who are you? Yeah, yeah we're going to read it together. Like, he kept asking me, who are you? And I asked you that a few weeks ago. You did. Um, if you recall. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you know, you're a son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who are you? I'm a daughter. Who are you? Another one. Oh, Who we, are you, Will? I'm I'm a, a father. I'm a husband. I am a preacher, a lover of Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, a sent one. Um, yeah, a leader. You're a CEO. Yeah, you're a sent one. I know. I'm a mama. I'm a lover of Jesus. I'm bought with a price. I'm an oily one. I'm <laughs> I'm, in, I'm absolutely connected to. To the heart of the Father, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I was answering all these things. I'm a I'm a wife. I'm um, I'm a leader of a movement, a, yeah. a founder, and on and on. And he kept asking me, "Who are you?" And I realized he didn't mean just who am I. He was asking that question corporately. Mm. And then I started to realize, and this is what I want to talk about on this podcast on Good Friday. It's like, who are you? But when you start hearing that again, you'll start to hear the who are we? Like, who are we? And we could say, well, as a movement, we're Iris Global. As a movement, we're part of, we're part of the body of Christ. Um, as a, we're a mission movement. Um, we're a movement that just runs to care for the poor of the earth. Yeah. Um, and then he kept asking me further, like, who are you? And I realized that I needed to hear um, what he was saying. And it's, you are the body of Christ. Yeah. You are the body of Yeshua. That's who we are as a movement, as our movement globally, but also as we connect with all the other people in the body of Christ right now. Like yeah. this is critical. The whole world's been affected by COVID. The whole world. How do we connect as the body of Christ? 911 who are we are we the victims or are we the victors are we the ones the first responders are we the ones so full of oil that you just cannot keep us down are we the ones with provision in our hands yeah. like if people need food we should be the ones with the food right if people need medical care we should be the ones with the with the PPE kits like why because we're the body of Christ not just our our movement, but every one of the body of Christ. Like we are so called right now to come together in love and to just say, whatever I have, you have. Whatever yeah. resource I have, you have that resource. Like I know people are losing their jobs and they're super stretched, but there's this is not a time to stop caring for the poor. This is not a time to like stop caring for orphans and widows and the poor of the earth. Or your neighbor. Yeah. You know, this is not a time to just swirl up and get so busy that you forget to get connected to Jesus in the secret place. Yeah. Like, this is a time where we're supposed to shine. 
we're the body of Christ. So I started answering, whoa, we're the shining ones. <laughs> and then we're the hands of Jesus. Yeah. Wait, we're the feet on the ground. That's yeah. who we are. We're the feet on the ground. And then, and Sarah Kotzer also got this so clearly. It was Psalm 91.1, So I'm going to look at this Psalm. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to read the first three verses and then you can read the next few. Okay. Sounds great. We'll just go back and forth. I love it. And just, just um, let, let this sink in. I'm in the passion translation. Do you have an NIV? I'm in the NIV. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love the translations the Lord's blessed us with. Yeah. So here it is safe and secure in this time of crisis. Here we are safe and secure. When you sit enthroned, under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. Come you on. You want to take it from verse three? Verse three Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare. And from the deadly pestilence. Come on, that's a good word. He will cover that's you good. with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Verse 5. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Verse 6. Nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Come on. <laughs> keep, keep going, Heidi. Okay. Even in a time... Oh, let's see. Are you at the end of six? Yeah. Okay, don't fear it. I'll read it here in the Passion. Yeah, read it don't in the Passion. Don't fear a thing. Come on, everybody listening. This is such a word for right now. Yeah, yeah. There's, if, you're, if you feed yourself on the news, I know you need to catch the news sometimes, but don't feed yourself on it. You know, if you feed yourself on that, you're going to get so fearful and so downtrodden. Yep. You, you know, if you need to look at it for 10 minutes or so and just kind of keep yourself current, I understand, but don't, don't just feed yourself on that. Feed yourself on the Word of God. Feed yourself um, on Jesus. He's the bread. Take communion every day. Yeah. And, and just feed yourself in this beautiful Word. Listen to this. It's so beautiful. Even here, yeah, don't fear a thing. Whether by night or day, demonic danger will not trouble you. Come on. Nor will the powers of evil launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, and they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow, connected, <laughs> come on, connected to Jesus, come on, connected, come on. <laughs> hands in the hands of the Lord now, and yeah. step right on his feet. Put your hands in the hands Jesus of the Lord now and brothers. step right on his feet. Oh, come on. We step on your feet, Lord Jesus. We put our hands in your hands, Father. We live our lives within the shadow of God most high, our secret hiding place. We will always be shielded from harm. 
How then could evil prevail against you or disease infect us? Come on, God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there with you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. Hmm. Here, why don't you go with uh, verse 14, Will? Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Do you acknowledge his name? Come on. Come and on. and we, he will call upon me, and I will answer him. That's all I want, Heidi. I just want... I want his voice. I want that that beautiful relationship. I love this. Yeah. Um, face to face. Come on. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Is this the perfect song for yeah. now? 911. Yes, there's disaster everywhere. But if we can see Psalm 911, the way we look at it is going to be different. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think you probably remember this prophetic word that I had. I was actually in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a word, you know, it was one of those words I just got super deep into the heart of God. And I just went into that realm, you know. Just where you're so, you're just heart to heart with God. Yeah. And I remember I had this vision, and it was a little bizarre, but um, is it okay if I share it? Uh, you, please. Okay, so what I saw was really, it really was bizarre. I saw a bunch of chickens running around without their heads, <laughs> and like blood was spurting out of these chickens, and, and they didn't know they were dead. They yeah. were headless. They had these little wings, but they couldn't fly, and they were actually dead, but they didn't know it. Right. And the Lord said, that's what it looks like when people who call him Lord are not connected to the headship of Jesus. They're not connected to his mind, his heart, his purposes, his will. They're literally running around like like chickens, like they're dead, but they don't even know it. And then the Lord said, you're not chickens You've been created to be eagles. You haven't been created to be chickens. People eat chickens. <laughs> they never eat eagles. And he, then he said, tell them, tell the church they're called to be eagles. And then I saw like these believers being lifted up and they were just stretching out their wings and soaring, you know, in this vision, just heavenly realms. And they were more like eagles, no more like little chickens hopping around with no head, with no, their wings were worthless. No, these these were eagles. And the Lord said, it's time to mount up on the wings like eagles, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. Come on. And then I saw them just up there, and they were crying out like, wah, wah, <laughs> just the, the time and the season. And then I started prophesying. I see bread lines in soup kitchens in America. I see bread lines in soup kitchens in America. But the people that are in the line still have their good clothes. None of their clothes are ripped and shredded. You know, they were good clothes. They were 
they were like absolutely beautiful, uh, beautifully dressed, good t-shirts, good shirts, good outfits, but then they had shiny cars as well. And so what I saw, it wasn't like the poor in Mozambique, you know, yeah. when we food the hungry, which is all the time, yeah. you know, they're in shredded rags. You've been here for oh, years, man. you know, like they, you touch their clothes, they'll shred in your hands. Yeah. But these, this vision I saw in the West, in America, people were in these clothes that were still good and they're, they were driving shiny cars, BMWs, they were driving SUVs. They were driving Mercedes. They were driving Fords. They were driving Toyotas. They were driving cars that were still, still beautiful, still shiny. They weren't worn out. And I was like, "What is that?" He said, "There will be breadlines and soup kitchens in America, and we're in that time right now. There's breadlines everywhere. Like bread runs out even in the grocery stores. People yeah. are waiting in line." in 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 um food banks yeah and they're waiting in their good clothes they're not beggars they're not like um street street sleepers they're literally people who had a job two three weeks ago and now they literally don't have a job they don't have any money to eat yeah and the lord said to me this is the time for the church to shine and he said what you've seen in mozambique they're about to see in the USA. They're about to see in the first world where, you know, we've seen food multiply yeah. so many times. Yes. Like so many times. The first time we saw it, it was just, I, I, I didn't even believe it could happen. I know I, know I read the word, but, right. you know, you read it, you're like, that's awesome. That's Jesus time. But we really needed food. Um, many times it's happened now, but the first time I remember we had like, 75 80 kids in our little office we were homeless we lost everything and we we didn't have any money all our food that we bought was stolen and i was actually angry like i i thought this is not right god you told us you told us to take these kids in and you told us to do this and now we don't even have food and this lady called me and nelda was her name she just said I made y'all food. I made yeah. you chili and rice. And she came over with this pot of chili and rice. And I just opened the door. I said, you got to see Nelda. And she didn't want to see. She was like, no, no. I made this for your family of four. I said, no, you have to see right now. Whoa. Well, come on. We all need to see. Yes. And I know we're yes. in our families of four or six or eight or however big your family is or two, or maybe you're, a single person on your own right now. And the only one you're seeing is the one in the mirror, you know, right. but I'm telling you, this is our time to shine. Yeah. God wants us to shine. And so I just opened the door and I said, just look at all these kids. And she was like, no, I got to go make more. <laughs> and I said, we don't have time. And right now, we don't have time to figure out all this ourselves, it's like the strategies right. and how we're going to make it work. Even us, like how we're going to pay our staff, 1,200 yeah. people on our payroll in overseas, I don't know, 29 in America, yeah. like all this stuff. How are you going to pay all those people? How are you going to get food? You yeah. know, we've been feeding, as you know, 20, 30, 40,000 people a, a day, day, depending on the day. Like, yeah. how are we going to do it, Lord? Right. All the schools, all the stuff. We can't figure this one out. Yeah. We can't like come up with it in our brain and go, 
oh, we'll just sell this, you know, right. or we'll just um, depend on that. No, especially in in the two thirds world, there's no trillion dollar backup program. You know, there's right. none of right. it. It's like, you know, our country in Mozambique shut down, but there's no backup plan. There's no uh, government handout. There's nothing. There's yeah. just like people don't go to work, stay inside. Well, the poor don't have refrigerators. They don't have um, any kind of social security system to speak of. They don't yeah. have any um, bailouts. They're just like, what? What are we going to do? There have been riots in the streets already. Like, And then you put insurgent radicals on top of that yeah. and get the helicopters flying off in front of your house every day with the machine guns out the window. Like, you're seriously... Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> we're like we're in another situation here. I know, and this is what brings me to this word: like what we see in Mozambique, what we still see, you're going to see in America. And I pray, minus the helicopters <laughs> with the machine guns out the window, and minus you know, minus the radical insurgents. I really pray you won't get to that place there. We we really pray you yeah. won't get there. But as far as you needing food to multiply right now, you need that. Yeah. You know, you need God to provide, um, even if it's sanity mm-hmm. um, and, and mental health as you're trapped inside your homes. You know, it's like, what? how do we stay in the presence in the midst of this, you know, feeling claustrophobic and everything? Yeah. Anyway, back to this story. I just said, Nelda, just pray for it. And Rabia... My spiritual daughter was there with me again. She was there at some of the most amazing times of my life. And she was just like praying over the food. And then my friend Nelda prayed and said, God bless it. Amen. I said, give them a lot. They're hungry. Yeah. And we started putting rice and um, this chili sauce on it. Just big plates, handing it to every child. And I kid you not, like this food would have fed eight. Right. But after... 80 she made it for four but it really would have fed eight even 10 you know if you shared it well but yep. after over 80 kids with big portions there was still food i love it in the pot. like jesus it. multiplied food for us Hi, heidi and you I, have so I, many I, of these stories though like I, I i mean yeah, i was there so i watched him multiply those little you know those sacks of cookies, cookies. those like yeah. yeah and and i just i love that because jesus doesn't care about Gluten free, uh, you know he. he yeah, it was he, in the AC. Yes. Were you in the AC? I was there when that happened. We sat down all the kids and did a round, and then another. I think we did three or four rounds. We shouldn't have even been able to make it through one round. And he multiplied these little. They're actually pretty horrible cookies. They're Hard they're just cookies. Yeah, they're like they're them. like rocks <laughs> and cement kind of mixed together with some sugar <laughs> on them. But but what I love, and you see this in the life of Jesus is he taught and, and then he fed he fed people and even when he yeah. turns to to the boy before he multiplies uh, loaves and fishes he turns to his disciple and he goes how are we going to feed these people uh, he, he Jesus is just as much into into taking care of the spiritual and the physical i i, I just I, I wasn't texting i was just getting the exact verse i have it here i've been just meditating on this verse uh in this last few days because i i need this and we all need this even though we've been through cyclones you know we've been through chaos 
I, I still need to feed myself on this stuff daily. And and I, you know, you know, Heidi, I I I travel around the world, but I'm here in the West, and 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 I've lived in multiple nations, but it's still easy to just kind of go back into comfort, relying on systems, relying on just our normal comfort. But I've been in, I've been reading Matthew six. Um, and you, you know, this, it, I'll just, just really quick. It says, uh, Matthew six twenty five. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you'll wear. I just say amen to the body part, but, uh, oh, never mind about, or about what you will wear is my life is, is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. Come on. Like this is what a lot of the church I saw in the West, they just started, as soon as news came, they just started stowing away. And there, there isn't, I have no problem with storing or planning. We do that. We, we even do that as a movement. You know, we send containers, we, we, we plan, but, but, but we're not called to live, live this way. He says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in bards, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Uh, who of you, by worrying, could add a single hour to your life? Now we read, we read this. He goes on. Jesus goes on, and he repeats. He repeats a lot of what he said in the first few verses there. But you know, Heidi, talk to us a little bit about the backdrop. You've mentioned some of the insurgents. You've mentioned some of these helicopters. There's stuff going on, and I know we don't want to go into it too deep uh, on here, but but. In the backdrop of this of this virus, which is which is in Mozambique and around the globe, there's there's another level of chaos that's going around in in northern yeah. Mozambique. How do you navigate? Now you've been you've been living your whole life since you were 15, 16, 15? 16. 16. 16. Radically obedient. You and Roland, the stories, the testimonies have encouraged the entire planet. How do you keep yourself fed in the middle of knowing this truth, right? But at the same time, it's like, God, when is enough enough? Like, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. does it end? Like, how do you, like, just walk, walk us through how you keep yourself encouraged or how the Lord uh, feeds you in those seasons. Well, um, yeah, there are times, that's what I said, that, that time with the cyclone, I was overwhelmed. I really yeah. was. And what I did in that time was I just... You know, I just got quiet. I just found a kind of quiet place. It's Africa, so it's, you know, it's not really easy to find a quiet place usually. But I found this quiet place, and it was just like praying in the Spirit. So I pray in tongues a lot, like just praying in tongues. And then I just wait on the Lord, like, what are you saying, Lord? Cause, and and I, I actually, I cry too at yeah. times when, like, God surely you see this kind of suffering and and you see this and then i just listen for his voice and and i stay in the word yeah like um and and then he just he lifts that burden that overwhelming thing and he just says my burden's light like i've got this yeah um, i'm writing a devotional right now called god's got this like god's <laughs> got this we are literally like in his arms and you know when you see videos and you see people that are being killed and all that like yeah and they're your friends who are your neighbors are sending them to you like 
it's it can you know it can mess with you it can mess with your head and you try to sleep at night and those videos coming back to you and you're like whoa and you hear you hear gunshots in the night and you're woken up and all of that but at the same time it's like if you know that you're in the heart of god and you're in his presence then you're in the best place you can be yeah. like if you could just be in the will of god for your life then you're okay yeah. so all i just feel like right now like i love i love what you read from matthew because you know god's got this yeah. he takes care of the birds he takes care of of us he takes care of the hungry and even like we're burdened because we've our our feeding programs have had to really shift cuz we're waiting on our PPE kits from yeah. China. Awesome brothers and sisters from China sending us these kits so we can distribute the mana packs yeah. to the most desperately people that are, we're talking severe hunger, yeah. you know, severe hunger. They, they're having, they're displaced people from villages that have been destroyed. And it's it can be overwhelming, but you just gotta keep your eyes on Jesus and realize we're not in this alone. Yeah. Like we are in this together. First of all, we're in this with God, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, God Holy Spirit, three in one, absolutely on this. God's got this. Yeah. And then we're in it together. Like yes. we, as the body of Christ. In our movement, in all the movements that we connect with, you know, we connect with so many movements. Yeah. Doesn't mean we agree with all their theology and they agree with all of ours, but we say we are lovers of God. Yeah. We're in this together. And we just, we learn to share and we learn to trust in a way we've never trusted before. So with the insurgents, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, you, you just have to believe that God, if God told you to be here, yeah. then you're going to be here. And it's true that people do, you know, they do die. It's true. Our friends have died. People yeah. we love have died. But we know that they go straight into the arms of Jesus. Yeah. And um, so they didn't lose either way, you yeah. know. And we really believe that God's going to protect us. At the same time, we know there's no not being protected. Does right. that make sense? Totally makes sense. Just talk about this protected. for a second because I think a lot of people, they think that they're safer you know, in America or in their house than they are in another part of the world. I always say, you've heard me preach Peter walking on water, the safest place for Peter was waist deep with his hand reached out to Jesus walking on water. It wasn't in the boat with the other 11 disciples. T talk us through that, because I think of safety, a lot of people, they they think of one place is safe. You know, even when they come and visit Pemba, you'll even see people, they'll stay in the visitor center. You know, they won't, like, go, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll, like, go out for a little bit, do something, then they'll come back into the safety of the visitor center. Talk, talk, talk about that. Yeah, the, really the safest place to be is in the center of God's heart, in His will. Yeah. You know, if you're inside the will of God, you're safe, whether you live or die. Right. You're safe because you're inside the heart of God. You're inside the will of God. And if you really believe eternity is real, then you're not going to live your life in constant <laughs> fear. Right. 
And, you know, it's it's really that simple. Yeah. And also the world, you know, this world is amazing. And it's amazing that we get to shine here and share our faith here and, and see um, realms of the kingdom here. But this world is not our home. This right. is not our eternal home. Come on. There really is another home. And it's an eternal kingdom. It's not Come a fairy on. tale. It's not some kind of silly thing that people made up. It's literally true. There yeah. is an eternal realm of heavenly glory. And and we are going to live face-to-face, heart-to-heart, with our Lord and our God forever. And so if you could just see that, you're not going to be as concerned, you know, um, if you lose your car during this season yeah. or you have to move to a smaller apartment or whatever, those things are like, they're just momentary things. They're not eternal things. And I'm telling you, the Lord's going to give you strength to get through them. Um, Something I I do whenever things are like a little challenging, maybe um, financially or whatever. Just a little challenging. (laughs) Yeah, like challenging. I think, okay, who has less than I have? And in Mozambique, that's that's pretty easy to find them. And I go I go through my closets. I go through my my cupboards that have um, like uh, pots and pans and dishes. And I put them in a box and I go give them away. Yeah. It's like I found a way to deal with this whole thing where, oh, gosh, I'm going to not have enough. Like, um, you know, like you, we're not speaking out there so we don't. Yeah have so much coming in you know but we still want to give out but it's like no i'm not going to think in this limited way where i can't make a difference i can make a difference and you could say well we're not allowed depends on what country you're in maybe you're not allowed to go out but here i'm going to send you this video put it up on um on uh the different sites of iris sites but it, it was really fun today so we go in and we're still allowed to go out if it's very necessary. Well, I found this was very necessary. So Pasquale and I um, are going with Pastor Pedro to record a Good Friday service because most people in our country don't have internet. So we go like we go in these back alleys, you know, and <laughs> know. we just drive up. Yeah. And there's like this shop a door, and we're walking past these kids and this little kitten and. I mean, it is the least likely place that you think you're going to find a recording studio, right? <laughs> but we go kind of back around this corner of the house. It's not, you know, it's just barely, barely there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we go in in this little room and there's a curtain between um, between George's um, bedroom and the little studio. And we're just jammed in there. And I'm telling you, Will, the presence of God just dropped in to that recording studio. And that uh, message just went out in Mozambique. We found a way because we're not allowed to meet in, as you guys, we can't meet our mega churches, which we have quite a few really big churches. They've all just been multiplied. And now we're allowed to meet in groups of eight. And that might become groups of six, groups of two. We don't know. Well, whatever it is, wherever you can meet, just shine. Yeah. So I went out after the glory just dropped in on the studio and 
Nico was playing guitar, and it was just so <laughs> sweet. It was just so raw, so sweet. Yeah. And I go out, and I just, you know my message I've had for years, stop for the one. First stop for Jesus. Without oil, you have nothing. Yeah. Right? Stop for God. Stop. Love Him. Be with Him in His presence. There's fullness of joy. But then just stop for the one in front of you. So there's these three guys there. And I put my solar Bibles, you know, in my backpack. So I pull them out. I'm speaking to them in different languages. Makua, they didn't really get Makua. And then I went, I, I don't speak Makondi, but I, I'm able to communicate enough to say, are you Makondi? And, yeah. And uh, with my Portuguese, obviously. And they were Makondi. And I have a solar Bible in Makondi, Portuguese, and Makua. And I said, it's Good Friday, and this is the day you're going to receive salvation. And I just, like, talked to these three guys there in this little, in this little, um, I don't know what you would call it, whatever. It's a little hut kind of thing, Mm -hmm. house, a hut house um, that wasn't quite finished. And uh, they just prayed with me just so easily. They just received the Lord. And then I put this solar Bible out in the sun, and it just was blasting beautifully the Word of God in Makondi, yeah. and their faces just lit up. And I'm like, <laughs> we're alive for such a time as this. No, I can't preach to the thousands and the right. tens of thousands, um, you know, publicly, but I can share with you yeah. right now, and this can go out, yeah. and I can stop for the one. And I feel like through this time, Will. Like the God, the God is asking every one of us to just stop for Him, yeah. slow down yeah. a little bit, like chill out. We need to stop this frantic, frantic pace and slow down. That's that's the first thing. Yeah. Slow down and spend more time in His presence. Yeah. More time in His Word. More time. Just enjoy that. Buy oil. Yeah. Time is the most costly thing we have. Right now, y'all, you're not commuting to your workplace. No. There's not traffic jams. Um, you don't have to, you know, you're not even going to get your hair cut at some hair salon. Nope. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's, for sure. that's why I'm wearing uh, a hat, Heidi. <laughs> I cut my own in Mozambique. I'm just like, okay. But, yeah, you're not... You know, you're not going out to restaurants. Yeah. You're not going out with your friends. There's, but you do have time with your wife yeah. or your husband and your kids. And you have time with God to just get into the glory. Yeah. And so I just want to say that I think we're very, very blessed Yeah. in this season. That God's like, he's given us this beautiful wake-up call. And so wake up sleeping beauty yeah. and just get into the glory of God. And he's going to, he's going to keep you safe. Yeah. He really is. And I believe that there is enough believers on this planet that no one needs to die of starvation and no one needs to go to bed hungry. There's enough food. Yeah. There really is. And so continue to share your food with the hungry, yeah. whether they're your neighbor across the street next door, somebody in a um, retirement home, you know, write them a little note, share your food with the hungry, or whether you share with Africa or Asia or South America or some place where they're inner city 
um, slum, just like share your food because God's a God of multiplication and he'll always take care of you. And Jesus is the bread. So we're going to eat him and drink him and love him. And he's going to multiply our little lives like never before. Heidi, as you're sharing, I, I just, I, I have so many memories, beautiful memories of sitting in mud huts with you out in the bush with uh, a widow who killed her only goose, her only chicken, and she will sit there with, and you know, they have no food, this is it, this is all that they have, and they will sit there and, and serve uh, at great cost to their, to their own lives, at great, great cost to, to their own health, they will serve uh, nonstop. I learned that. Uh, I learned that from being with you, being with Rollin, and, and, and serving the poor, but not really serving, but being served by the poor. A, a lot of us, we go in, especially, you know, we, we bring in a lot of people, and, or people come, and they have all these ideas. I'm going to go and do A, B, C, D, F, G, but the reality is, you, we end up receiving more uh, from these beautiful people than we actually end up giving. And I, mm-hmm. I, this is one thing, and I know, I know we've gone super long, but I, uh, this, there was something I've just been praying about, and I wanted to bounce this off you. You know, when, when the virus hit, hit the world, right, there was a lot of different responses. But first of all, people didn't know, you know, am I, am I going to survive? Am I going to be healthy? If I do get sick, what's going to happen? Is there going to be food? Is there going to be clean water? Is there going to be, you know, all these what if, what if, what if? And as I was uh, just thinking about it, I, I realized that this is the way that most people in the world live daily. Like in Mozambique, this is the way That's that every everybody yeah. lives every day. And my prayer, one of my prayers is that who, you who are watching this will, will hear these stories, but also realize that that thing that you're feeling, that tension that you, that, that you feel is that same heart of your brothers and sisters around the globe. And my prayer is that God breaks your heart for the poor, the sick, and the needy. That thing uh, you know, uh, that you felt when you said, oh, what am I going to do? Am I going to have food? That's the way that your brothers and sisters are around the world, and your neighbors are around the globe. And if you can just, of course, don't hold on to that, but if you can remember that, that heart and realize that that's the way that people live and think all day long, because they're already living in that reality. And when, whenever this thing shifts, even now, but, but make sure that you run towards that, because God is going to use you to go and touch the poor, the sick, the needy, and the broken. One of our core values at Iris is we seek him amongst the poor. We, we find revival amongst the poor. And there is something there. I've learned that from following you, traipsing around village to village and, and building churches and drilling wells and just, just, just having fun even. I, I've learned that, that the kingdom is so close and blessed are the poor. Uh, and because they are so near to to that kingdom, and that's something that, as you guys are watching this, let let the Lord break your heart in the most beautiful way. And and when this is over, or even now, uh, begin to serve. It, you know, of course, do it safe and legal with your government compliance. But 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 say, God, I I, I want to make sure that I lay my life down so that I can take this gospel to those who feel that every day. And I I my prayer is that. 
you know, we, well, I'm sorry, Heidi, I'm kind of rambling, forgive me, but we just left Brazil. We left Brazil, right? One of the largest gatherings, missions, sending gatherings in, in the world. And God knows what he's doing. God knows his timing. He's in, he is not surprised by any of this. And there was a call, right? A cry, here I am, Lord, send me. We raised our sneakers together in the air, said, Lord, yeah. I take my feet. And, and then bang, we go into this worldwide, this worldwide uh, virus. And I just Damn say, this it. is the Lord. It was like, here I am, Lord. And the Lord's like, okay, let's actually go and do this thing. And so my prayer is that you guys in this time get broken in the most beautiful way. Let him break you and realize that you're called to go and do the exact same thing that Heidi is doing. Uh, no longer, uh, oh, I just say this as one who is, who's been so encouraged by you and Roland, but I just want to speak to those who are watching and be like, this is not separate from you. And let the Lord touch you in such a deep way during the season that when you come out of this, you go, here I am, Lord, send me. And, and you actually go, no more excuses. I'm sorry. I kind of went on a little yeah. rant there, Heidi. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, just stop for the one. Yeah. Um, it's not about just somebody with a name, somebody's famous or known or whatever, and we're just waiting to fill a bigger building. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's about every believer on the planet, every lover of Jesus on the planet being full of oil of intimacy with with Jesus and then stopping for the dying man. Yeah. Uh, and the dying man in the West may look different from the dying man, yeah. you know, in a slum or a garbage dump or a village somewhere. But we are all called to love the one um, who's hurting. And the Lord's going to give us enough bread, enough heavenly wine enough oil to stop and that's the anointing and and that's for every believer may we not just walk by uh, our neighbor or not just try to do enough just to save ourselves yeah but may our hearts like you said will just be broken and be full of radical love yeah and just pour out what jesus poured into us every day every single day every believer we will see the billion soul harvest yeah. and we will bring glory to the king. Come on. Oh, you're awesome. Listen, I know you've got awesome. a lot of stuff going on. I'm so grateful that you got to just pull aside for a minute and come and hang out with us. I know everybody watching is grateful as well. Uh, I love you, Heidi. I love you and Roland so much. The impact that you have had on my life, uh, I'm forever, forever grateful. I will never forget the first time I, I saw you in, in Harrisburg, the same place you got that word, at Life Center Church, Charles Stocks Church, and I, I, I was an itinerant traveling with Randy Clark, uh, who's amazing friend, amazing father, and I saw the power that was taking place in the church, right, uh, traveling around, watching God move in churches, and then I heard your testimony of, of, of the Lord using it amongst the poor, and I said, God, I have to see that. I have to see that. And it and it came out of my my just being in the church and taking it to the poor, the sick, the needy, and the broken. It changed my life. And uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for your message. I'm so grateful for your life laid down. I'm just I'm just grateful to run with you and Rollin and this amazing We're team. To run with you and Lucy. Yeah, come on. And we have just hundreds and hundreds of radical lovers of Jesus moving all around the globe right now. 
and uh, and yeah, we're seeing it. So, listen, uh, bless you, Heidi. Uh, we love you. Give Rollin a squeeze for me and for everybody watching. And we'll do this again sometime soon. And uh, stay safe. We're praying for you guys. We're praying for Pemba. And uh, yeah, if you if you enjoyed this, what's that? We're praying for you guys, too, over there in the West. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we love you. Thank you for watching this episode of The Quarantine Green Room with Heidi Baker. Oh, my God, Heidi Baker. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. And we, uh, we'll we see you on the next one. Uh, share it. Like it. Do all the things the internet people do. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll catch you on the, on the next episode of the Iris Global Green Room Quarantine Podcast. That's a mouthful. Love you, Heidi. We'll, we'll see you guys love later. Love you. Easter's coming. Two more Shakaraba. days. Two yeah. more days. Three more days. Ciao. Two, three, something like that.